Welcome to the Institute for Person-Centered Care podcast, where the principles of person-centered care come alive. This month, Ann Garten introduces us to the Carroll Center. Located in Davenport, Iowa, the Carroll Center provides walk-in mental health services, along with evidence-based programs to help members succeed in their everyday lives. The Institute for Person-Centered Care knows it's important to hear from those connected to the services in our communities to truly put into practice person-centered care. Today, Carroll Center member Brandy bravely shares her mental health journey through the Carroll Center with us. Brandy successfully manages her mental health challenges because of her hard work and the support of those daily services provided by the Carroll Center and her mental health providers. Being recorded today was a big step for Brandy, and we want to express our thanks to her for being willing to join us. We also want to share with our listeners the smile on her face that we witnessed after today's recording. That smile and feeling of success reminds us why it is important to be inclusive and to listen to the voices of those we walk in solidarity with. Thanks to Brandy and our other guest, Angie, for sharing the Carroll Center with us today. Welcome to the Institute for Person-Centered Care podcast. My name is Ann Garten, and I am the director for the Institute. I'm also nursing faculty in our St. Ambrose University nursing department. And today, I would love to welcome from the Carroll Center in Davenport, Iowa, Angie and Brandy, who uh, uh, I'm going to let them tell you a little bit about themselves here in a second. Angie. Hi, I'm Angie Tracy. I'm the Carroll Center Director. Um, I've been the director for uh, probably, I think, about five years now. Uh, I've been with Vera French for 25 years. Um, So I've been doing this field for probably over 30 years in social work. Um, I started an alumni from St. Ambrose back in 1990 and been doing social work ever since then. Um, And the Carroll Center is a wonderful place here in Davenport, and we'll kind of discuss that as we go here. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for coming. Brandy, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Brandy. I came here from Sullivan, Illinois, and I've been with the Carroll Center from Brady Street for five or six years, and then when it moved over to 808 Harrison Street, I've been with them there and with the clubhouse for a year. Excellent. And I understand you're a board member as well, yeah? Yeah, on the board. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So, Angie, do you want to share a little bit? Uh, maybe we start with Vera French for those listeners who may not even be familiar with Vera French, right? Mm-hmm. And then that connection with Carroll Center. Okay. Uh, Vera French is our local um, mental health center here in Davenport and serves uh, Scott County. Um, we provide a whole range of services at the main center on Central Park, from psychiatry to nursing to psychologists to therapy. We have many programs that we offer here in Scott County, and the Carroll Center has just happened to be the community-based one. 
So um, we do all community-based services here in town, or Scott County. And so we kind of coordinate with the main mental health center. Um, we have access to our providers there. And we have many different programs that we'll talk about. Yeah. So, so, and I think Brandy can help start us off there with some of the programs that you've been involved in at the Carroll Center. I'm on the board. Um, I'm involved with med management. I'm involved with the clubhouse. I'm involved with med management. I'm also involved with individual um, placement and sports services, which is employment services at the Carroll Center. And. What do you think? What do you think, Brandy? Are some of those services that have helped you have day-to-day um, -day living that has has made it easier for you? Um, med management's helped me out a lot with my medication, making sure I get it taken on the right day and right time. Clubhouse has also helped me out a lot, making sure I stay stable. It gives me a sense of purpose. It also basically helps me think I have a real job yeah. by volunteering every day. You do have a real job. I also clean <laughs> once a week for the, what's? MEPD, which is Medicaid Employment Persons with Disability. Mm. Um, I forget the name of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so tell me a little bit about how you got connected to the Carroll Center. I was in the hospital. I got out of the hospital and met up with my new doctor, my doctor that I've had for five or six years now. And she referred me over to the Carroll Center, and that's how I became a member. I was referred. So, Angie, maybe you and I then talk a little bit about that referral process, right? So that our providers and our and our family members know mm -hmm. how that may happen, or even p potential members. Yeah, it's a pretty simple process for pretty much all the programs that are at the Carroll Center. There's eight different programs there. Um, it's very easy. Um, you can either just stop by our location and kind of check out what we have to offer um, or the providers. We have a simple referral that's also on our website that you can fill out and um, get to the programs at the Carroll Center or some of the other programs that Vera French offers too. We make it easy so it's very easy for our clientele to make that step and get in services for mental health. And so in that process, we talked a little bit earlier, too, on that communication back and forth when we're talking about person-centered care, right? And how does that look uh, with the member and the provider and yourselves, uh, especially if they do a self-referral, things of that nature? What does that look like? Yeah, it, it, we're hoping to, obviously with Vera French, it's very easy communication with our providers that we have access to. Um, because we can um, either go up to the center or just email them, call them. But it'd be nice to, once if we get a referral from a medical provider, to hopefully stay in connection with them to help the continuity of care for the clients, to let them know how they're doing or they're not doing well, to let them know what's going on with them, and just hopefully have that open communication with them. With them, right. And do you feel like that has helped in your journey, Brandy? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so what do you think are some things that you've seen improvement on in your daily life? We talked a little bit about that earlier as well, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to share that a little? Well, for one thing, it helps me stay out of the hospital mm -hmm. because I've had numerous hospital stays. I come in every day. It's like I have a job. Mm -hmm. I come Monday through Friday, 8 to 3. And then on the weekends, it's like I tell myself, okay, we can do this. Mm -hmm. Monday's right around the corner. 
I can do this. Um, I wake up on Saturday, Monday's right on around the corner. Sunday's like, okay, we're gonna do this. Here we go, Monday. Indeed. I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Angie, I, want, I wonder if you can share a few of your outcomes for your for individual uh, members. Sorry, I, I almost used the word clients. So okay. you use the word, I mean, you might want to even share that. Why do you use members versus clients? It, it's, the member is more for, um, it helps them become part of a clubhouse. It's a membership. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of how we look at it. Um, yes, clients still out there. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years and I kind of go back and forth, but um, that's kind of, that empowers the clients to become members instead of just clients that are coming to a program. It's, it, it's them taking um, membership into what they're doing and then helping us run that program. So it's really empowering to the clients to come in and, oh, I can do this, and then, you know, and let them um, go with it. And we're just kind of along for the ride as staff. Indeed. Do you want to share a little bit about your staff and, and those things, that, like I said, a little bit about maybe how they've connected with some of your members and, and those outcomes? Yeah, the, the, the staff uh, have two or three um, certified peer supports um, that work in the clubhouse, have a a lead cook that does the cooking for our kitchen unit that uh, clients members come in to help in the kitchen so they they prep the food they come in and serve the food they do the dishes they prepare the meal with the ingredients what they need and stuff like that and then they clean down the tables you know during this whole COVID thing so we, we remained open so we did have a several of the members still coming in so we you know we had a COVID team and stuff like that so um, it really helps the clients engage in that process. So we have different units in the clubhouse that members can participate in. And so. and um, you have you have a couple nurses, correct? Yep. 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 Uh, who do med management uh, that piece of it, um, and the counselors in. And you even have I uh, I love the garden out back. Yes. So yes. You started that as well. Yeah, we started that last year, and it grew a little bit bigger this year. And the the members totally take care of it. Um, they, they plant it, they water it, they, we take from what we, what we grow to put in the kitchen or if we have extra, you know, we pass it out to the members who come in. So it's totally client-driven, client-run um, garden and the whole clubhouse is, all, is the client person-centered programming. And that's so, just one of the programs there that's more right. client-driven. So. Okay and evidence-based. Right. And so let's go there because you're also working um, to, to on that whole evidence-based piece, right? So mm -hmm. do you want to share a little bit about that journey? Yeah, evidence-based is, I think we have four programs that are evidence-based with our um, ACT program, which is a sort of community treatment program that's housed out of there. And that's more of a, a team approach that goes out to our population because we serve the adults on up. And they go out as a team and work with them on different skill building. Um, they take the meds out to them. Um, they do different employment, housing, whatever the client needs, and work with the clients out in the community. There's a team approach with the nurse. Uh, the prescriber will go actually go out to them too, which is um, very nice. We have um, IPR, which is intensive psych rehab, which is another evidence-based, and we use the Boston model for that. And the, um, that staff works with the clients that come in for it's about a two-year program, and they work with them twice a week for about two hours each, and they just work on different skills that the, the clients might not know they have or they forget what they 
Um, for some reason, they forget they have those skills and they work with them that way to help come up with something they want to change in their life. So it's kind of a neat process on how to get there. Excellent. So they look at that person's own goals and, and move forward. And because and, I understand you are getting to be a um, part of uh, answering the phones and mm -hmm. things of that, right, Brandy? So I answer the phones. Yep. I take messages. Mm -hmm. Basically, I do a lot of sex terror work. I do the minutes or the stats in the mor from the mornings, put them on the computer desk. Mm -hmm. I do the newsletters. Or I help do the newsletters, right. the calendars. They've got you busy. Yeah, I like <laughs> to stay busy. Excellent, excellent. If I'm not busy, there's, I have problems. Yeah. So, and the other piece that I love is how accessible you are, right? Uh, I think we need to touch on that because uh, you have, I think, populations from the homeless shelter, you in, and we're close to the bus stop, and yep. you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, um, it's very easy for folks to come in. Um, we have an open-door policy. Um, anybody can come in and get assistance, and that, that's kind of what we're all about at the Carroll Center is to get them in the door and just kind of take it from there because I know with the with the stigma of mental health out there if we can just get people who want the help in our doors it makes it uh, one step forward for them and it really we can take that take it from there and see what they need and go from there so that's what I love when I have visited just a couple times that I've been there is it feels like family Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, everybody is welcoming and you can see some of that skill building just happening naturally in the building. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really, really important because that, that's that's the person centeredness. What is it that Brandy needs or Ann needs or, or you know, that sort of thing um, to get people where they want to be in their health and wellness. Right. right? It's all about the recovery and where they need to go, where they want to go. And right. that's what we're kind of helping them along their own journey uh, and everybody's journey is different and that's what we try to help is so it's kind of different every day for us for staff and it's kind of nice to see success stories like Brandy coming every day where she wasn't before and it's you know coming from her background and seeing where she is now it's it's wonderful yeah. as, as a staff and to see that growth in her and the, and the empowering that she has and you know the engaging and wanting to do stuff yeah Indeed. Important stuff, because I don't like data. I do like data, but I don't like <laughs> having to enter it. So I Some thank days, you for doing that. Some days it's like, wait a minute, does this go here or does it go there? Right. Indeed. Indeed. Right. Do we want to touch a base a little bit on some barriers that you see in our community that we can help get the word out so that uh, th that you are getting, you know, the, the assistance you need or the, the members that you, need, you want to serve, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, we like to see... Uh, if you, if you know somebody that needs the help, just send them down or give us a call um, that we can try to help them get in. We have same-day access if they need to see a therapist um, at our location. We have lunch for anybody in the community as free. So it, it, it's, you know, some of the barriers, you know, people are not eating, you know, the, the hunger out there, you know, we kind of serve that population too. So just the barriers of just mental health um, out there is that's what we're trying to help reduce and I think so far we're doing a pretty good job you know with the open door just come on in and that's that's hard for a lot of people and it's a first step process baby steps so indeed indeed and we we serve the homeless too as one of our programs down there and then we have employment services then we have 
also our peer support where we have one staff that goes out in the community and helps with you know them get to their journeys too in their recovery phase and you know works with them or just talking you know sometimes it just helps to have somebody to talk to instead of going to the hospital or going to your provider you know we're here to talk to too right and and then connect if you need those other services right, right? Yep. so i think that's an important piece to, to uh, for our community to understand as well yeah as, community resources mm-hmm. is, is a lot of our job too you right. know connecting with different resources that we have access to yeah that's the piece that i really love to see uh in that person-centered drive right that the the outcomes really should flourish because we're making sure that that's happening so. right right Anything you want to share on the last little bit about your journey, Brandy? Like I said before, I'm from Southern Illinois. And before I came up there, I had a lot of in, inpatient stays, more than I was, I was out inpatient, more than I was outpatient. And by coming up here to stay with my mom, live with my mom, due to circumstances, I had a few inpatient, then we getting involved with the Carroll Center I've learned that the hospital is not the answer always. I mean, it is to a certain extent. Right. It's an important piece, but it's not yeah, the whole piece. It's not right. the complete answer. But if you need your meds changed, mm-hmm. you need to go in the hospital. But through the Carroll Center and the clubhouse, I've learned a lot on how to stay out of the hospital. Without the clubhouse and the Carroll Center, I don't know where I'd be. We're thankful for them, and yeah. we're so glad for you, right? Thank you. Of course, of course, because it's really important to make sure people see that, mm-hmm. right, that we can grow and become as healthy and, and well in mind, body, spirit, all, all encompassed to the extent that each, each one of us can, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, kudos to you for all that you put into this work, because mm-hmm. it is Thank work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Anything you want to add, Angie? Um, I, I enjoy coming to work every day just to see our uh, members just flourish like they do. Um, and we're there just to kind of help them along their own journey. And that's kind of what we're here for. Mm-hmm. And to reduce the stigma of mental health. And hopefully down the road here, we can uh, get rid of the stigma. Indeed, indeed. And for our listeners, you also have some opportunities for donations and things of that nature. You want to put a shout out? Yes. Um, if anybody has any donations um, as far as like uh, hygiene, deodorants, toothpaste, hair products, anything like that, that we could uh, take off your hands, we'll, uh, just, just let us know or just stop on by our location and uh, we can take it from there. Excellent. Thank you both for joining us. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Audio production for the Institute for Person-Centered Care podcast is provided by KALA Radio, Davenport Quad Cities. This show is engineered by Dave Baker and edited by Shelby Lebo. It is produced by Ann Garten, Director of the Institute for Person-Centered Care and Nursing Faculty at St. Ambrose University.